need a coach to help you with the learning curve. So if you do it on your own, it'll, you can do it, but it's gonna take you twice as long. Whereas if you know, if you have somebody that knows what they're doing, they can help you get there a lot faster. Dude, that's, so that's the what best, I did. Right. best part about having a coach. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to the Be More Happy Show. I'm your host, Morris Chasson, confidence coach for both introverts. I help introverts overcome fear, maximize their performance so they can excel, and extrovert careers feeling good about themselves. On this episode, I have my good friend, Paul Guidry. He's a local legend here in the area in Homer, Louisiana. Kind of talks a little bit about his story and coming up as a bodybuilder and doing his first show and just the mindset that it really takes. I won't waste any more of you guys' time. Here we go. It was that one, and then one early, one of your earlier shows, you mentioned about the school system, and I see you talk about it all the time. Yeah, really, I, I mean, I, you posted some today about it, <laughs> dude. It's like, like I just want to help bring awareness for people, you know, because I don't think a lot of people understand like what happens to you as a person, as an individual, like right. going through that system. You know what I'm saying? Because oh yeah. It, it royally fucks us big time, you know? And, right. I, know. I mean, it's it's basically a glorified babysitter is what it is. It's a place to put your kids while you go to work. Mm -hmm. They're not learning anything. I mean, public school, they're not learning anything. Dude. I mean, uh, some public schools are better than others, but, mm -hmm. I mean, not by much. My wife was telling me the other day, she said, uh, she said, babe, you hadn't been in a classroom. She said, if you go to like a junior high school, just sit in the class for a little bit, like all the kids are basically just talking, bullshitting. And like right. the teacher's really not even able to teach, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then like they really can't like, discipline them, like talking about, you know? Right. So, From what so, I've heard, like everything's smart. So the teachers don't even come up with the lessons, lesson plans. You have something sent to you and then you... From your computer you give it to the kids on their tablets or whatever and then that's the lesson you're ba and they're basically there just to if they have any questions but Damn. it's not like teaching like how it was that's fucking wild it is crazy that's how it's set up but i'm not gonna i have two kids right now i, I wouldn't even think about sending them to school i'd rather yeah. just homeschool them. i mean that's your next your next best solution mm -hmm. I mean, so you have two kids now two yep how, how are your kids have a one-year-old he's almost two and a five-month-old oh wow two under okay. two yeah i didn't realize you had the second one man congratulations yeah, she, brother thank you yeah she um she snuck up on us that's I good a boy, a boy and a girl yeah so paul i want to talk a little bit about your journey with bodybuilding what got you into it and like what helps you to stay motivated to keep going and and growing you know motivated uh there wasn't much much motivation it was just uh it gave me a sense of purpose so it wasn't mo i didn't need motivation i just i just did it because that's what i wanted to do i mean when when you get into something like that like bodybuilding you you just gravitate towards people that do the same things when i would go to the gym i wouldn't really hang around and talk i would see you know who's lifting and i would go you know see see what they're doing and you, you know tyler right harrington? tyler harrington oh yeah he, oh yeah he started competing first from your do you remember uh body elite mm -hmm. oh, the yeah. old body elite yeah so the, the west side anyways the west side yeah the real one so that's kind of where i got introduced to it because they had some 
a few guys over there that competed. They had this one guy. I was talking with him, and at the time I was doing uh, powerlifting, just doing strength training. He was like, you know, have you ever thought about bodybuilding? At the time, I really, I really didn't because I was focused on on powerlifting. But I powerlifted for UL, so that's kind of why I kept doing it. Once my, all my friends, you know, I didn't have all them, and we weren't working out together. It kind of just I wasn't really interested in doing it anymore. So I started talking with him, and he was like, "If you want, I'll you know coach you up, you know, get you a diet training program and all that. We could try to get you doing a show." And I think this was 2014. 2015-ish, and I had just moved back home from college, and I was still living with my parents at the time, so I was like, yeah, I'll do that, you know, since I have the time to prep and stuff, so he wrote me a meal plan, and I remember the first day, he said to um, eat a pre-workout meal, and it was a cup of oats and a cup, I think it was a cup of oats and a cup of egg whites, and to measure it all out, and I've never weighed anything out before, but I, I read it, and I was like, man, okay, I'll See, and then I actually weighed it out, cooked it, and I was like, holy shit, this is a lot of food. I don't know how I'm going to eat all this. And then that was basically every meal. I just was like, man, this is a lot of food. I had no idea. <laughs> so I did that Bro. for a few weeks, and I wasn't really into it. So what happened was I moved out of my parents' house and got an apartment. And I think two weeks into the apartment, I had got a dog. So now I have a puppy, and I'm still trying to do this bodybuilding thing, but I want to I want to train the dog so that way he's not you know crazy behave so i was spending more time with him making sure that he's you know not acting a fool all the time kind of cut ties with the guy and you know kept training body elite closed then powerhouse was about to open so i went train at the y and country and tyler were working out there tyler was getting ready for his first show so or yeah yeah he was getting ready for his first show and it was like in august after we we met over there and we hit it off and i was like powerhouse comes around that's when i'm gonna start really training and i'll work out with him and that's what we did so like during his first prep we were working out together and then the show came in august and i went to it i was like okay this is something i can definitely do i just gotta do it from there i got with a coach or well, i actually tried to do it by myself and i was like there's no i need some kind of accountability or I need what it is is you need a coach to help you with the learning curve so if you do it on your own you can do it but it's going to take you twice as long whereas if you know if you have somebody that knows what they're doing they can help you get there a lot faster dude that's, so that's the what best, I did. Right. best part about having a coach <laughs> right absolutely you don't waste as much time with, with mm -hmm. the coach coach that I had did everything diet workouts posing all of it so it was like 16 ish so after that i think we did a 20 week prep i think i won a uh, second place in that show and then after that first show i realized like this is not what i expected at all like i thought i was going to do this prep and then you know be untouchable but it was like after the show i realized how long it would actually take to be good it that's okay. when it set in because you don't know until you do it and yeah. then i had all these high expectations and after the show you're like okay what i did was i'm on the right track i just have to take more time get better and that's the only thing you can do i mean all you can do is every day one step forward it doesn't matter how big you just you got to do it that's in that's all aspects of your life, life too, too. You truly right. you know what i mean Oh, yeah. And I feel like that was the beauty of gym for me because doing shit that I thought I couldn't do and overcoming yep. it helped me in other areas of my life to overcome shit that I thought I couldn't overcome too. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, you do the so, hard stuff in the gym and then everything else is easier. Seem, mm -hmm. It would seem that way. Like that's how I was too. It just made everything 
easier. I think it helped uh, mentally too, because you develop a mindset of like you get goal oriented and then that's it. You just start applying it to other aspects, like you said, and mm -hmm. it just builds from there. It's just a base yeah, is what I would say. It's so it's true. Bodybuilding for me, mm -hmm. it was super easy to other people. It's just, it, it's all, it seems impossible, mm -hmm. which is not, it's just very repetitive. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same damn foods every day, same <laughs> foods, everything, but you don't have to eat the same foods. I mean, you could do a, like a micro base. I mean, a macro base where you just have your fat proteins and carbs, and then you fit the food that you want. To me, that takes too much time. I'd rather just have a list of what I, and then know, just do that. Mm -hmm. And that, that made it way easier because you don't have to think about it. I recently started wearing nothing but black shirts. So I don't have wow. to make a decision on what fucking shirt I got to wear right. for the day. You, try you, know like, I mean? you need to get some turtlenecks and be like Steve Jobs. <laughs> Can you share some of that stuff that you've learned through audibles and through audibles? I mean, a lot of just stuff that I listen to now is like more political and political cultural base. Like I, I really don't even listen to too much fitness stuff anymore. It's just like after you're in the realm for, you know, a few years, it's basically all the same stuff. It's just people tell different you different people. ways, you know? That's so funny you say that. I was telling that to somebody just the other day with the whole mindset and just understanding energy and all that good stuff, man. It's, I listen to plenty, plenty people. And now that I come to terms, like I kind of feel like they all say the same they shit. They all say the same shit. Just in a, their own a story, different way. They, it, yeah. The delivery is different. And then everybody's different on how they interpret it. So some people understand what they're saying and others don't. And then they find somebody else that says the same shit. Somehow they get it, <laughs> which I, I don't know. It's wild how it works, right? right? You just got to receive it from the right person, I guess, you know? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, as far as that kind of stuff, I'm more interested now in like cultural and political issues. Like you were saying about the schools and stuff. Yeah. I think public school is a huge waste of time. I mean, why don't you just get rid of them and do private Damn. schools? They I mean, have, they should, or at least do school's choice thing with like privatizing the education systems. They have competition. So the schools have to do better to get the money. You know, I mean, competition, you know, iron sharpens iron. That's how mm -hmm. it works. If you don't have competition, then you're not going to get better. So that's what all the, the schools, they don't have anything. They're going to get money no matter what, mm -hmm. you know? And now it's, it's even crazier if like the federal government wants a school to do something, they'll stop funding the school. They'll say, you're not going to get any federal money unless you do X, Y, Z. Right. That's what happened with the masks and all that stuff. A lot of places down here didn't want to do it, but they had to because of the federal spending. I just, I don't know. That's, that's just kind of crazy to me. It what really happened was the, the whole COVID, that whole lockdown situation. Cause for me, nothing really changed. So I, I do electrical work. We work through the whole, the whole thing. Like so didn't well, miss a beat basically. <laughs> right. We didn't miss a beat at all. And mm -hmm. I was in, I was actually in prep for the last show that I did. So before, before they even announced that the lockdowns were happening, I was like, what am I going to do? I need a place to work out. They close all the gyms. How am I going to compete? So I was like, we'll figure it out. So they, before they canceled it, or I mean, before they started it, I was like, I hit country up. It's like, look, man, what are we doing here? And he was basically like, look, y'all can come just be discreet. We can't have, he made sure they had, you know, guidelines. He wouldn't, he, he wouldn't only let you know, 10 people in at a time and this and that, but I was still able to train. And so like, I was still able to train 
and do and go to work. So nothing changed for me. And but it changed so many other people's lives that they'll never be the same. Oh God, yes. I still see people driving around with masks on in cars <laughs> by themselves. <laughs> that blows my like, mind. It's like, crazy. It's like, dude, take it off. What are you doing? Yeah, right. You buy yourself in the car. You buy yourself. <laughs> like, what do you? Um, I guess better be safe than sorry. <laughs> Say sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I personally don't get it. I, I see it. I see it, and I'm like, the poor people. You know, yeah. just I don't know. I think it's ignorance on the part, you know. I think you said something earlier. Was it maybe your last show about people not thinking for themselves? Mm -hmm. That was one of the things. Just just think about it a little bit. Don't just do it because somebody told you to. Just like, you know, use that brain you got. Yeah. And think like, hey, is this stupid? Because if it is, you don't have to do it. <laughs> it's so true. I remember walking... <clears throat> It was during the pandemic. I think we were working at the hospital at the time. And I remember walking down this hallway and at the hospital, you had to wear a mask everywhere, which was like really the only place where you had to wear it. Mm -hmm. So I was walking down the hall and nobody was around me. Like there's nobody in the hall. I was the only person in the hall. I'm sitting there walking down the hallway with the mask on. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, what am I even doing mean? here? Like, I don't even see anybody here and I'm wearing this mask. And if I don't wear it, they're going to harass me and give me a hard time about it. And then I'll get in trouble. I mean, I would get in trouble at work, but it'll be yeah, real you're... inconvenient mm -hmm. for, you know, for them to tell the boss. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah, it's crazy. So in the learnings that you're doing with the cultural and politics, I'm sure you have learned like tactics and stuff for like, I know it's going to sound weird. I don't like using this word, but like manipulation, learning about, all that stuff, I'm sure you kind of... It's all manipulative. Even, but even your media, they all want to pitch you a story, what their narrative is, and they want you to go with it. And it's mostly just trying to get sympathy points. Or, you know, like, Republicans are all uh, patriotic and this and that. And, like, uh, Democrats are more, you know, caring, like, caring about others and, you know, helping people out. And it's both bullshit. I was both about to say, is that, <laughs> that's both, so it's crazy. both bullshit. They'll just tell yeah. you whatever they tell you whatever you want to hear, and they run on all of their stances that they run on. They don't do anything about it because if they fix it, then they won't have anything that for next time. You know, they got to keep the ball going. Kind of like a uh, like a um, like a drug, right? Yeah. The, oh, yeah, the pharmaceutical industry, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, the pharmaceutical industry is wild with all the money that they make. It's crazy. You know? Did you do you know for um, kids? Their the vaccine list. There's 49 vaccines the first 12 months for kids. For kids, there's I think 70 altogether, but 49 for the first 12 months. You get one vaccine. The day you're born, usually in the hospital, you get a, uh, a hepatitis like B vaccine. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause 49 40, vaccines? 49, yeah. In That's 12 months. insane. You know, this is going to sound crazy, 
But to me, like, I feel like sometimes, like, it's an experiment for them. You know what I mean? Like, they'll put these I, drugs into the infants. I don't and even the kids. think it's an experiment. I think it's just think? you make a vaccine, you see it, it does something, you try to get it on the list. If you can get it on the schedule, then you're guaranteed, you know, billions of dollars. Because every kid in America that wants to go to school has, has to, to have this. Us. Which, I mean, there are ways around it, but I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's, that's kind of crazy to me. I wonder what a kid would be like in comparison that had all those vaccines versus a kid that didn't have all those vaccines. Mm. You know what I mean? You could look at the Amish. The Amish don't vaccinate their kids. And they, <laughs> they're Speaking pretty, of that, they're pretty I, uh, healthy. I seen a, um, a thing the other day that like a bunch of Amish people got exposed because of that. Yeah. Because of that alert. <laughs> I saw that too. That was funny. They didn't have no idea that, you know. That right. That they was... had cell phones. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I saw that. That's, I, said, I actually so said funny. that in the group with uh, some of my friends. We got a big yeah. kick out of it. That but is yeah, hilarious. To, you can't really, in today's age, to compare it. To compare it to like a kid that hasn't, it would be uncommon. And the pharmaceutical company would never do a test like that or, yeah, or like a study. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, I mean, that's just, if it turns out to, to hurt them, then why even do it? Right. You know? <laughs> it's a waste of money for them, really. Right, right. Somebody else would have to do it. Like, it would mm -hmm. have to be an independent study. You know, that's the bad thing I, I feel with scientists all together, especially in the United States, because I feel that you can buy them. That's it. That's it. Yeah. They pretty much let you know what their people that pay them, you know, to, to let out, you know what I'm saying? And right. The other They're people, like, yeah, we'll fund your research. If you find, if you, if you prove this and they're like, okay, yeah. So they get to do what they want as long as they report back to whoever and everything's good. Yeah. All these experts. That's the part you know? about science. I don't, that makes me nervous. Like I like science and I believe in science, but you know, <laughs> yeah. whenever it's money sure. like that involved in it, like it's, it's all yeah. what they want, you know? Right. There's no, almost no honesty in it. But I mean, mm -hmm. once you get, you know, you're playing with that kind of money. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to turn it down. Right. They need money for their research. Mm -hmm. They're going to, they're going to take it. Especially right. if they don't, whoever is asking them to do it is going to give them a hard time. It's harder for them to get, you know, any other funding because they'll they'll shut them down. It'll be like blackballed or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. The whole science thing. The science is a new religion. <laughs> it seems like it's true. Everybody's always talking about science, and and now they're just starting to make shit up. It seems. Mm -hmm. But so, where are you at, Paul, with, with your faith and religion and stuff? Like after doing all what, this stuff, researching and well, I discovering. Well, I mean, originally I started out um, Catholic. I was raised Catholic. I was confirmed at whatever eighteen or so, and then after college, I mean, after high school, I just stopped practicing. You know, I didn't have to go. To church every Sunday, so I didn't. I would say I'm more agnostic now, more like no organized religion. Believe in a yeah. higher power, but no no organized religion. Because I mean, yeah. 
That's how it's I feel hard. too. I mean, every people are into it. I just I don't get it. Mm-hmm. How can you trust another person? You know, they whenever people get involved with stuff, it just it never works out like you want it. Mm-hmm. With the organized religion, it had good intentions, but I don't think it it went the way the way everybody wants. Look at what's happening in Israel right now. They have two it, it, the Israel and the Palestine. They're about to find out whose God's better. Seems like what are they it, fighting for? You know, yeah, Palestine wants to not get rid of Israel, but Israel's been well. It, it, it depends. There's two sides <laughs> to every story. Um, yeah, that's for sure. Israel is saying that they're just retaliating from the attacks from uh, what was it, Hamas terrorist organization, mm-hmm. and then the Palestine, the Palestinians are saying that it is Israelis are basically creeping into their land more and more and you know trying to take it all so it's basically it's basically just a, a turf war that's crazy but with with religion at religious acts but aspects to it vague there's a lot you'd have to really like if you want to know the whole thing you you gotta look into it yourself because yeah. i don't think i just did it justice but yeah that's a bunch of shit i'm sure it's a so- lot of crap but uh, the one thing for sure is that it's fucked up mm-hmm. both sides are like a lot of civilians are going to die from this and a lot of them have already and it's crazy all the videos they have nothing but videos of like after the aftermath of the bombings all the bombings and stuff and it's it's disgusting like i I don't see how people can do that you gotta save yourself that's Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of people push their responsibility somewhere else but Mm -hmm. the responsibility is right there i mean you just gotta see it for what it's worth and take action you can't expect somebody to save you every time i mean that's what that's one thing about about bodybuilding that was cool is because nobody could really help you do it you just you had to, you had to do it like if you didn't put in the work you weren't gonna get where you want to go that is so true and it you was decided just, to eat a fucking a pizza you fucked up you know what i'm saying and like yeah, right. you have to be accountable for that you know that's true because right. it's it's gonna show come mm-hmm. show day everybody's gonna see what you ate the past 20 weeks yeah or whatever it was yeah i mean there's no hiding it especially on stage i mean you got nowhere to hide <laughs> that's true so paul is uh any competitions in the future for you man or just kind of something mm-hmm. you like no i think i'm retired yeah i think i'm gonna retire on top i won that last show that i did and i think that was good enough for me originally i did want to you know push for uh nationals and you know compete with some of the better guys in the country but it gets to a point where you have to push push it hard and i I wasn't really about doing any of that i just wanted to take my win and you know try something else so i invested you know five six years of time and then for that show, it was like two years, you know, a hundred percent. And that's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. It's every day, all the time. It's all you think about, you know, and yeah, there's no break. Yeah. It's, so, I think it's, it's good. You did that. You conquered. And now like, you know, you got babies at home too. You know what I mean? Like, right. And that's kind of why, that's why whenever I was went into prep, I started training in the morning because I knew eventually you know, I would have kids, hopefully, I was hoping that I would have kids. So I would be able to go 
train. And then when I got home, I didn't have to go anywhere else, mm -hmm. you know? So I get up, that's go to the gym at four and then I'm done, you know, mm -hmm. go to work, come home, hang out with the kids. Yeah. That dude, that's the exact reason why I started working out. Um, early morning was because my kids were younger whenever I first started. Right. And I didn't want to miss that part. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just the sacrifice we got to do, you know? Had, right. It's a sacrifice. And not only mm -hmm. that is that, I mean, you're at work all day too. Like we, we have to work. So we're mm -hmm. at work all day so that, you know, few hours you get at the end of the day, you don't want to be going, you know, going to the gym, you know, missing out on that time. Mm -hmm. yep, I mean, man, that's, I'm at the That's, point now where I come home and my, my son is, you know, say finding a new word. He's saying a new word every day, it seems like. So I so cool. like come home and go to the gym and miss out on all that. Mm -hmm. I, just, I couldn't I couldn't do it. So that was a a decision decision I made, you know, two years before I even had kids. That's I was thinking long term. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people don't they don't think long term they're they're focused on the here and the now and it's like yeah that's that's good it's good to be present but it's also good to think long term like where all these decisions that you make you're making based right now but you got to think ahead too if <laughs> absolutely you might like, put yourself in a bad position later on because you were you were trying to be happy right now whereas mm -hmm. if you would have been a little bit more careful with your decisions you just sucked it up for you know a little while and then later on reap the benefits yeah exactly mm -hmm. it just mm -hmm. it's per i mean it comes down to your personal choices and i knew that that's what i wanted to do and luckily it worked out the way it did yeah it's just it's nice just coming home and just hanging out with them because i mean mm -hmm. i know i know now if i were to leave my son he would be mad like he likes when I come home, he all, he wants to, you know, he's been with mom all day. So now he wants to hang out with dad. Yeah, dude, you know? I love that. That's so yeah. cool. So yeah. um, no, where are you training at these days, Paul? You, you going to go club four? Uh, I've been going and I have a membership at club four and I go there every so often, but I've been mostly training at powerhouse still. Gotcha. I wanted to check it out because a lot of people talking about it. So every time there's a new gym, you got to at least go. Oh, yeah. I, have, I still have a membership there. They have a bunch of good stuff, but I just like, I just go to Powerhouse mostly. Mm -hmm. Now, I went there for like two weeks and now I'm going to go like here and there. Mm -hmm. But I think my my wife's going to start going to club four with, with a friend or something. They're going to put their, because their kid, uh, our kids like to play with each other. So they might go, they'll probably hang out daycare or something while they but yeah it's not it's Never not bad dude they got some good pieces in there that's pretty big yeah it's, they got it's a lot big. of shit in there yeah it's big and spread out i don't know i guess it is nice but it's just i expected it to be bigger in a sense you know oh uh, i mean pretty big mm -hmm. i wasn't i didn't really have any expectations for it i just you know at the gym but mm -hmm. check it out yeah it's not a i mean planet fitness is huge yeah, but it has, you know, it just has a ton of cardio equipment, <laughs> you know, and dumbbells that go up to 70. Your bodybuilding friends, like, like you go on a Planet Fitness, because look, so many people look down upon, like, Planet Fitness, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, 
when I was training and we would go somewhere, I would go look for Planet Fitnesses because they always, they usually always have somebody on staff at all times, usually like in the morning, like on Sundays and stuff. So if I needed to go train, I would just go there. And even though the gym wasn't, you know, that great, I would still be able to go. So, I mean, it's better than nothing. As a primary gym, I wouldn't really go there, but like just in case of emergencies, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, can get you. the job done. Mm-hmm. But I, I trained at Planet Fitness for a little while, but it just, it would get so crowded. If anything, I would just go do cardio over there. Mm-hmm. Train at Powerhouse and then go do cardio in the afternoon because I had an, an hour to kill. Mm-hmm. So I just picked one of their thousand cardio machines and <laughs> do it. Yeah. I hear that. I do like Let's that. Little, it's like an elliptical slash like Stairmaster kind of like thing. Like, I, I don't know what they call it, like arc machine or something like that, maybe. Those, those uh, salt bikes? No, 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 no. At Planet Fitness. Those salt bikes are badass too, though. Yeah, those are. God. Yeah, Dude, I, I, I felt like a little bitch on there the other day. I did uh, yeah. four miles or something like that. And like, that's, I was like, fuck, this shit's brutal. That's more, <laughs> I went to a CrossFit workout a while back. And they had one of the things was uh like twenty or thirty calories on the on it on a bike on the salt bike or on the row or you could run. And I was like, I'm definitely not running. And I don't even know how to work the the row. row. So I was like, all right, let me try this assault bike. And I did it and it was like, holy shit, twenty calories or thirty calories, whatever it was, was a lot. And I was already <laughs> gassed and I only did like ten calories. I was was tough. That whole workout was tough. I never went back. Never. (laughs) I did it once. CrossFit, not for you, bro. No, not for (laughs) me, man. Too much, too much moving. Yeah. Too much moving for me. Mm -hmm. I like to just, you know, easy does it. Mm -hmm. I like to think a little bit, you know, when I'm working out. And that is just fast paced. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't, and it doesn't matter how you do it. (laughs) Just fucking do it, you know? Yeah. That's the the scary part, you know? Yeah, that's why I didn't really. I like uh, watching the CrossFit games and stuff because all those athletes are like, you know, doing crazy shit. But like on a local level, if you don't have proper coaching, then it, it gets scary. But it's you get enough people in the boat. I mean, it's a it's a community thing. Yeah, you get a gym, and then everybody. It's just a. a community kind of training so like you have a whole team of support so a lot of people don't really necessarily care about the the working out but they're going they're part of something you know Mm -hmm. and that's what helps them keep going that's what helps them be consistent it's having all those people you know going and doing it together yeah they're all doing the same shit together Mm -hmm. w-o-d huh work out of the day or whatever yeah 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 I would and you got to beat the time i think it is or some shit yeah, like that i don't even know I, I think i had a partner named my buddy we went do it and i don't even know if we finished one like of my buddies just... been trying to get me to go and uh i don't like to run you should you should try it just to <laughs> make sure that you don't like it yeah because it's easy it's easy to just dismiss it but until mm-hmm. you go try it and you're like okay yeah this sucks i knew it was gonna <laughs> suck but at least i tried you know yeah yeah you gotta be a little open-minded about it, because if mm-hmm. if I would have liked it, I would have kept kept going. I'd have to practice all the the lifts. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not very flexible. Yeah, I don't have dude, great that's... I don't have great mobility, so I'd have to work on all that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, 
pretty good at just putting it off. I've been putting it off for this long. So, you know, that's something uh, I feel like I've, I've been working on lately was that mobility, man. Like, cause my mm-hmm. hips. Yeah. Like, man. How old are you, Paul? 30. Oh, dude. You, I'm telling you, Paul, you don't have to listen to me, but you should definitely incorporate like some mobility, yoga type stuff in your stuff. Practice yoga, stretch. Yeah. <laughs> because I do, I do a little bit here. And yeah. There. Just nothing crazy. Like, I do, I do have tight hips. I always had tight hips. So I, I do some kind of stretch. And usually before I train legs, just to get them warmed up yeah, and. Because if not, I can barely squat. So I have to, I I have like, to do something. I feel like that. I feel like yoga, flexibility and movement like that. I truly think that that's the fountain of youth, you know, like, because whenever you're 50, if, you can still move around like, like you were whenever you're 25, you're still going to feel young, you know what I mean? But if you're like hurting and like, oh, fuck, yeah, I can't bend down like that no more. You know what I mean? Like, you're just aging yourself, you know? Right. Well, I mean, but you actually have to like do something, you know, mm-hmm. some kind of exercise or oh, yeah. you're going to age way faster. I mean, well, 100% as we get gotta, older, like yeah. you lose muscles, muscle. right? Right. So well, you got to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot always. of people just wait too long, mm-hmm. you know, or they, they get older and then they, they can't walk as good as they did. And they wonder why, but they just sit down all day. Mm-hmm. Like you got to get up. You got to yeah, walk. Move. You got to do move. something. Yeah, you got to move. You got to mm-hmm. move. If Absolutely. you don't move, you're gonna you're gonna lose it. Mm-hmm. That's probably the worst thing that can that happen to, to you when you get older. You're you lose that ability to walk, and that's it. I don't know. I know it's gonna sound crazy to you, but like I don't feel like you need heavy heavy weight to grow. You know, like to grow. Yeah, I mean. You need some, you know, I'm, I'm old school. I like, I like the lifting heavy. I mean, I mm-hmm. don't do it as much anymore, but I mean, it's the heavy weights and the, the food. I mean, if you're not eating, you're not going to grow, mm-hmm. but that's, that's the hard part. If working out is easy, it's getting the food yeah. right. That's, that's what everybody struggles with. You can go oh, work God. out for three hours. You know, and it'll be fun. But, you know, the rest of the day, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Are you getting meals in or are you going to drink a protein shake and then watch TV for the rest of the day? Like, it's so funny. I remember working out with one of my buddies whenever I used to work at the machine shop. And we, after we'd leave from Body Elite, we'd go straight to McDonald's and get some fucking McGang Bangs and some French mm-hmm. fries. Oh, yeah. You know, like, what the fuck? You know, but complete ignorance, you know? Yeah, I said dirty you know bulk life. I've been there. <laughs> we all did it. Yeah, it's just you don't know. You had to make gangbang lately. No, I don't you know. know. I can't remember the last time I had McDonald's. Probably, probably three years. Four years. No, no. I, I've had it recently, but not probably like two months. It's not a my go-to. If anything, I usually go with like sushi or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's uh, that's usually your better option. I think. You eat sushi? I've, I've, <laughs> I've never eaten sushi ever. Never? Never even tasted sushi. And it's it's mind blowing, but it's true. I never you had try it. You probably won't mm-hmm. like I mean, you might like some of the cooked rolls, but I like the raw the raw ones are where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's what I usually get. Any kind of like anything with tuna on it, I'll eat it. 
I've eaten uh, like fresh tuna before, like where yeah. it's like pansy or yeah, tuna like tuna steak. Yeah, that's yeah, good. that's it's the same shit too. with rice mm-hmm. and whatever else they put on it. Yeah, but I yeah, you, guys, like... you definitely got to try sushi. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you made it this long and right. never tried sushi before. Right. That's crazy for real. It, it blows my mind, kind of. So, that. Paul, you got. Uh, I'm sorry, you were about to say something, Paul? No, I was just saying, tell him, you know, put it on your, your list. To do list. <laughs> yeah. I went out lunch with a buddy today at Rouse's, and uh, he was like, man, you, you want to get some sushi? I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even know what to try. Maybe not during you know the mean? day. Maybe uh, yeah. when you're at home, mm-hmm. just in case. It doesn't agree yeah. with you, you know? Why, sometimes you get the shits from that? I mean, you could. No shit. I mean, I, it's, it doesn't bother me, but some people with raw fish, you know, you don't know how it's going to actually last night. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. Last night, my wife, uh, we recorded her, her first episode of her podcast, mm-hmm. and she wants to talk about your most embarrassing moments. <laughs> and shitting myself was my embarrassing moment, you know, and it was just a, a time where, like, I basically just took my underwears off and I just threw them in the garbage, you know, and then I covered it up with toilet paper, you know what I'm saying? But it was like at work or something? Yes. It was one of those times whenever you think you got a fart and yeah. Oh, yeah. a little bit of shit comes out and it's like, fuck, and they had a guy to the bathroom. A, a guy oh. that worked, uh, it was before I started working for the company, but uh, they were doing something, they ran out of job somewhere, and, uh, and he was digging a trench and he shit himself. And he's like, look, man, Talking to the other guys, like, man, I got to go. You know, I'll, you know, I'll be back. And the other guy didn't know what happened. So the dude left. When he came back, he had on different pants and different shoes. <laughs> and the dude's like, what? What's going on? He's like, yeah, man, I shit myself. I had to go home and change. He's like, damn, you had to change your shoes too? It was that bad? <laughs> That's a bad accident. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I never had it that bad. Have Have you ever had that happen, Paul? No. Off the record. No. Really? Dude, like no. my wife said, babe, like she, she said, because look, I've probably done it three or four times. And my wife was like, babe, like people don't do that. Yeah. And I said, I said, bullshit. Like everybody has done it at I'm, one point. You know, no, I, I mean, I thought I've had a couple of times, but I never actually. But I, I, I'd say I'd have Dang. some close calls. Dang. I mean, nothing. Hmm. I'm going to have to put a, uh, a poll out on Instagram. Hey, yeah, see, you ever shit yourself? Actually, anybody shit yourself. They might, <laughs> might answer that. Usually it's anonymous, yeah. huh? Or they tell yeah. you who votes. No, no it, it, tell, it tells you who. Yeah. If you can make it anonymous, I'm sure a lot of people. Well, I mean, nobody really gives a fuck. <laughs> right, straight up. Right. That's I, a cool. I, yeah. That's a cool thing about social media is like a lot of people they don't give a fuck because it's mm-hmm. it's over the internet. Yeah, like a, yeah, that's true. A lot of the stuff you say or do you wouldn't do in real life, but I guess because you're either you know at your home, you're at your house, or wherever you're comfortable at, people just talk shit. Yeah, and it's it's true. It's, true. it's great. I love reading all that stuff. People just, you know, talking shit back and forth. Well, Paul, I think we're about done, brother. Is yeah. there anything you kind of want to share with the audience? Some kind of inspiration mm-hmm. stuff? Workout tip. Yeah, go to the gym. <laughs> Actually go. Don't start Monday. Start tomorrow. Dude, Whatever I just you want to start, it doesn't have to be on Monday. 
You can mm-hmm. start whenever you want. Yeah. You just actually got to do it. Yep, do it now because yeah. there's no better yeah. time, you know? Yeah, like, don't put it off until, mm-hmm. you know, you have to do something. Yep. It's worst case I, scenario. I feel like that disables people in a sense because sometimes that build up to go actually mm-hmm. paralyzes you whenever it's actually time to go, you know, yeah, because you're like... Think about it too much. Mm-hmm. You just show up. Yep. Don't think about it. I mean, it, get somebody to go with. Make it easier. Find somebody that wants to go. Go with them, and just make it a habit. And then, and I mean, it doesn't have to be to the gym. You go where you do whatever you want. Run, walk, ride a bike, whatever. Just move. Mm-hmm. 